we but mirror the world. All the tendencies present in the outer world are to be found within us. If we change ourselves, the tendencies in the world will also change. This paraphrased quote from Mahatma Gandhi is the basis of the program you are about to hear. I'm Dedelian, and this is Shining Stars, a program dedicated to searching out and bringing attention to individuals and organizations that are fostering positive change within our community and within our world. Thank you for joining me here on Shining Stars. Uh, this is a, a part two of two different interviews. If you wanted to catch the first part of the interview, you can go to lccconnect.org and get the details on that. I'm talking with Jerry Norris. He is the CEO and founder of The Fledge here in Lansing. Very briefly, uh, summarize, if you could, uh, The Fledge once again, just in case somebody's just joining us on this one. What exactly is the concept behind that? I think, you know, real quick, I can say we're a radically inclusive ideation and makerspace, an incubator, an accelerator, and our mission is to help create opportunities to pursue happiness and to fight for liberty and justice for everybody. And that kind of results into if you have an idea, you have something you want to do, whether it's a project, it's a company, it's an event, come see us. We're going to say yes to you and we're going to help you figure that out. Very cool. I think you're doing some great stuff here in the Lansing area. I'm going to even say even on a national perspective as well. A positive change, that means when I say those words, it means different things to different people. What's that mean to you and how do you feel like the fledge fits into that? Well, I think that you know, positive change is making sure that the people that surround us are, they, they're taken care of, that they have their basic needs met, they're trying to get on track to live their dreams and to live their life. And I think, you know, kind of redefining what economic development means, what it means to be wealthy. You know, the old definition of wealthy wasn't to have a billion dollars. It was to be, to have wellness and prosperity, to mm -hmm. be healthy mentally and physically, and to be prosperous in some way. And I think I'd rather have 330 million or 8 billion people happy and prosperous than I would, you know, 10 people have hundreds of billions of dollars. Very good. That makes sense. This is kind of unusual work. You, you've, you've actually said that it, it's kind of become your life as well. Uh, is this something you kind of always knew you were going to do when you were younger or has this progressed over time? It has definitely progressed over time, but I've always been entrepreneurial. I've always been an empath, which means I, I feel other people's pain pretty strongly. And I've always been a champion for black, brown, and poor people. Those are the neighborhoods I grew up in. Those are my friends. When I went off to, to school, I left a lot of those friends behind. And some of them are, you know, have died of overdoses, have died of gun violence, have died of just, you know, prematurely because of health reasons. But, you know, some of, a lot of us have prospered too. I mm -hmm. mean, so it's, uh, it, it evolved over time, but I think I was born with the basis of it mm -hmm. or born into it or something <laughs> like that. I understand where you're going. Hopefully everybody else does too. Uh, in the previous episode, I, in your introduction, I mentioned that, uh, first of all, 
you got your degree from U of M in statistics. Uh, but at the same time, during that conversation in the first episode, we kind of talked about personal connection and about how that is something to you that shows that you accomplished something. So my question to you is, do you use the numbers or do you use those personal connections to measure your success at the fledge? Or is it both? It is both. Um, I think that, you know, there's there's these phrases about statisticians, right? They're, they are, you know, uh, figures never lie, but liars figure. One thing as a statistician, I can make the data look however I want it to look and tell a positive story or a negative story. And so sometimes data has so much bias built into it, even from just the way we collect it to the way we analyze it to the way we present it, that we have to be careful with it. And we mm -hmm. always have to do our gut checks. I mean, intuitively, we know a lot. Our body is a statistician, whether we like it or not, mm -hmm. and it figures it out for you. But I also think that there are other cultures around the world or even within Lansing where the storytelling is the better way to describe or to measure or tell what's going on. So I think it's a good, you have to have a good balance between some sort of scientific analytical way, but also the way that you know, we speak to each other, the stories that we tell, the food that we eat, mm -hmm. you know, all of that is part of the success as well, or the measurement as well. Very good. Very good. Uh, the Fledge is a nonprofit. You seem like the kind of guy that if you don't believe in what I'm doing, don't bother investing. But there are probably people out there who are who would be interested in supporting what you do. You had a fundraiser not too long ago. And that, of course, was was a way to kind of help bring in those funds. So somebody wants to get involved, help you financially, what would they do? How do they do that? Well, they can go to thefledge.com and you will see a link to our donation page mm -hmm. and they could make a donation that way. You could send us a check to 1300 Eureka, Lansing, Michigan, 48912. Or you could come by and see us and just talk to us and we'll go from there. And, of course, on the uh, podcast portion of uh, Shining Stars, we'll have that up in the notes as well. Again, you, you've been laying it out for me in the first interview, even during this interview. I, I see a lot of great accomplishments from the Fledge. What, what do you see as a couple of great accomplishments since you've started this project? What are some of the, the things that you're proud of? Well, I think that, you know, from accolades from the outside world, mm -hmm. it would be... Uh, last year when we won a visionary category for being an inclusive, innovative ecosystem or supporting that. So the Fledge applied for a national award and we were one of 10 that were selected. We competed with thousands of organizations and of those 10, we were the only one that was not a major university. Hmm. And wow. that we were pretty proud of that. I could see that, yes. And then That's awesome. earlier or late last year, we took fourth in the world in a hackathon that was called Blockchain Breakthroughs for a Better World. Mm -hmm. And we were very proud of that. And since then, we've, we took third in one that had several thousand competitors. And uh, we've placed in every hackathon that we've done. So we're pretty proud of that. 
but I think that there's other things like I was at a show the other night that was at the Fledge and these four young men, you know, started yelling, there's Jerry, there's Jerry. And I didn't really <laughs> recognize them until we got talking. But right when we started the Fledge in Lansing, when we moved from Grand Ledge, they were using our studio. They were getting their feet wet in rapping and producing and all of that. And they were just, you know, little boys at that time, 13, 14 years old. And now they're these big young men. And just for them to even remember me is an honor. Yeah, there's definitely some pride. I, I always kind of think back to a story of a student that I had here at the, the station who was petrified to get on the microphone. And by the time she was done, she was up on stage announcing. And she was just so confident that I was like, I felt so good to be a part of that, you know, and you've got to feel the same way. And that's, that's, that's definitely an awesome accomplishment, which makes me ask you the question, do you find that to be one of the most rewarding parts of doing what you do? Or is there something even more rewarding beyond that? I think that the what rewards me changes or evolves sort of quickly. It used to be, you know, seeing somebody get a job that they didn't think they'd ever be able to obtain or start a business and win mm. a pitch competition and then get funding and then make a living being able to quit their job and do mm -hmm. their business. It used to be things like that. But if I fast forward to today... It's I'm proud when I don't lose my grace. Mm. I'm proud when, you know, somebody steals from me and I just change my mindset to that's a neighborhood grant. They needed it. They're going to use it for whatever. And it's not they weren't born to do that. We we drove them that way. Us as a community, mm. us as a society, us as a, a nation or whatever we make the criminals. We make the victims. We are a victim, criminal, poor people making machine. And so I really think about when I'm, when I'm starting to lose my grace, I think about that person when they were a little kid mm. and it really saves me. And I don't do well at this all of the time. Sometimes I understand I'm that. yelling, screaming, you know, going out and wanting to punch a wall. But uh, most of the time I'm there and that's I, rewarding. I completely understand that too. It's one of those things where I always try to tell people, this is the way I think. I'm not going to say I follow it always. I try, I try. And that's, that's the point you try. So if you had the chance to talk to that younger you, the, the guy going through uh, university of Michigan, trying to get a statistics degree and basically trying to give advice to a young individual going through or trying to, trying to start college right now, what, what would you say to that person? Well, I think that, you know, first of all, be happy. Pick something that is fulfilling to you that you want to study and do that. Don't, you know, don't take a spreadsheet and sort the column by salary and see the $400,000 you can make being a surgeon 
but you've never thought about being a surgeon before in your life, mm. don't do those types of things. Don't listen to people that intuitively you know that's not the dream job or the dream career that you want to have. Listen to that inner self and you're the one that when you're on your deathbed, you're going to have to assess your regrets and start managing those regrets right now. Make sure that you don't have them as you go into the later stages of your life. If anybody studied Erickson, the psychologist, you would you know what I'm talking about for sure. Okay, so to, to summarize and to distill it down, am I understanding you correctly if it's follow your passion? Yeah, follow your passion. Awesome advice. Uh, so what is happening with the Fledge? What's new? What's, what's on the horizon? Well, the, uh, this is going to be, I think, the first time I announced it publicly, but we, will, we are being sponsored by a big crypto company to start teaching digital literacy in Detroit. And we will be part of a bigger project called Dreamtroit. Wait, before you go further, explain digital literacy. Because yeah. if I don't know it, I know somebody else doesn't. So digital literacy could be anything from our coding club, where mm -hmm. you learn how to write software, to joining us with our Fledge Crypto mm -hmm. initiatives. In this case, it's the Fledge Crypto initiative, and mm -hmm. it's teaching black, brown, and poor people about cryptocurrencies, Web3 development, which is blockchain and smart contracts, and not how to day trade Bitcoin or anything like that, but how to really get involved mm. in the building of the next economy mm. or the next monetary system. Okay. It is not going away. Okay, so now, now, to, now to revert back to what you were saying. So we will have, uh, I think it's 1,600 square feet in Detroit in a very cool complex that's being it's a refurbished lincoln engine plant mm -hmm. uh that will have housing in it it'll have entertainment it'll have uh artist lofts it'll have the uh, fledge mm -hmm. and it's just gonna it's gonna be super amazing and to have uniswap who's one of the biggest crypto companies in the world they're a 10 billion dollar company sponsoring us and we're going to be the first people they sponsored in mm -hmm. their new foundation that is a huge accomplishment that's exciting because it goes back to our regenerative model where we can't just be one fledge we have to be multiple fledges we have to start expanding and growing i always think of like ground cover when mm -hmm. you're in landscaping <laughs> you plant this one little plant and like a spider plant it creates another plant another one, that plants another one, another and you one, need to one. keep doing that and that's how that particular plant survives and prospers and stays healthy very good uh so You've been doing this for quite a while. Uh, when exactly did you get this established? We started virtually in 2014. So we had an internet presence and we would meet at different restaurants or bars or wherever we could when we wanted to have meetings. And then in 2015, we formed our LLC, which is our limited liability corporation. And that was in Grand Ledge in a 3,600 square foot spot and then we moved to Lansing in 2018 and started our Fledge Foundation in 2019 which is our nonprofit mm -hmm. arm 
And basically the difference is if you look at the Maslow hierarchy of needs, on the bottom tiers you have safety, security, food, and shelter. In the middle you have connection, and in the top you have self-esteem and self-actualization. And the foundation works on the bottom tiers, mm-hmm. and we work on the top tiers. The rest of the fledge does, our for-profit side. In some ways, it acts as a venue. You have a number of events that go on at the Fledge, uh, but you have a number of annual events that you do, correct? That is correct. Tell me a little bit about those, please. So the, uh, well, the the events that are our events are, you know, we have a fundraiser every year for the Fledge Foundation. So that's our 501c3 Mm -hmm. where we collect donations and we usually have some sort of party. We had an 18-hour marathon last year where we were live for 18 hours online this year we're having uh, or we had a garden party that uh the first time we use in our liquor license so it's gonna <laughs> be you know wine and beer and food and kind of uh dress up a party type of thing and you know the the non-our events we have uh in September, when September ends, which is uh, L-Town Jubilee, and they pick one particular family that just was recently housed, and we all come together and raise money to furnish and clothe and all of that, so to really give support to that family. We have been part of the Capital City Film Festival since it came to Lansing, mm-hmm. or since we came to Lansing. And, you know, so, so those are some of the big ones, but we also have like recurring weekly events. So every week we do our pitch competition, 99 problems, but a pitch ain't one mm-hmm. that's on Tuesday nights at seven thirty. And explain that a little bit. What, what exactly is that? Anybody who has an idea, and I mean, absolutely anybody that they want to see if a crowd likes it or understands it, or they want to practice pitching, they can just show up. They have 99 seconds to pitch their idea. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, the crowd votes for who they think should win the money and whoever gets the most votes gets $99. Oh, there you go. All right. And and what are some of the other events? And then we, uh, we have a crypto meetup, or we call it the Fledged Dow. And we do that every Thursday at from noon to two. Uh, but that may be, check our calendar, thefledge.com slash events, because we may be changing that to Saturdays. Uh, we have Tech Tuesday, which is every Tuesday from 4 to 5.30. We have uh, pro wrestling that happens <laughs> uh, the third Saturday of every month. So we set up a big wrestling ring. And then we have uh, usually a monthly rap showcase. Okay. And, and, and the Fledge is very good about uh, keeping up to date the, the calendar. Uh, so, again, that's thefledge.com if you, you want to check it out. Jerry, it is awesome having this conversation with you, talking with you, and getting to know you a little bit better, but even more, getting a better understanding of what the Fledge does here in Lansing. I just want to say thank you and keep up the great work. Thank you. We're going to go ahead and wrap up the show. And I had to come up with a new question because I already asked you my usual question. So we've got a second conceptual question to ask. If you had the ability to snap your fingers and change one global problem, one issue in the world, what would it be? I think that I would have to choose housing. Housing. It is global. 
It is, uh, you know, housing insecurity is a big problem in every single city that yes. I go in. Even if it's, you know, Dubai, where it seems like there's not, uh, there wouldn't be any problems because it's such a rich city. Mm. There are problems. There are many, many people living in single, you know, room dwellings there. The, the workers that are imported live in horrible conditions. Uh, the housing costs are way too high. Okay. And then if you go to like Los Angeles, you know, Los Angeles to me is like a quilt made up of 40 different Lansings because oh. it's, it, you can find a Lansing almost anywhere that you are in Dubai or mm -hmm. in Los Angeles. In Los Angeles, yeah. And, you know, they have tent cities. They are, they have a huge homeless problem. If they don't fix this, they are going to implode. This will be the cause of the the stress the riots I'm sad to say mm. uh, but it is getting out of hand and it's all over the world but especially here in the U.S. big you know private equity firms are building or buying up housing stock so we're at above fifty percent of the housing in the U.S. is mm. owned by private equity okay and. You look at, like Lansing, for example, 55% of the homes are rentals, yes. and most of those rentals are being consolidated into big corporations that aren't from here. And that sucks resource out of communities, and most communities need their resource. Okay, so housing. Jerry, go ahead and snap your fingers and make that go away. Remember... We can all contribute something good to this world. No matter how big or how small, a simple smile or a friendly gesture is all it takes to expand positivity one inch further. Thanks so much for listening to Shining Stars and, of course, sharing your time with me today. I'm Dedalian, and you can listen to this episode of Shining Stars On Demand along with other LCC Connect programs at lccconnect.org. 